Hello there and welcome to the Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. I'm your host, Vidas Pinkavichus. Today's guest is Sławomir Zubritsky, outstanding Polish pianist, soloist and chamber musician specializing in performing contemporary music, composer and constructor of musical instruments. Swawamir is the graduate of the Academy of Music in Krakow and the Boston Conservative of Music. He is also the prize winner at the prestigious Polish Piano Art Festival in Slupsk. And Swawamir Zubritsky has been giving concerts in the USA, Germany, Austria, Spain, Great Britain and Ukraine. He has made several recordings for Polski Nagrania, Polish recording company, Polish radio and television. He was a lecturer at Summer Academy of Contemporary Music, Avant-Garde Tirol in Austria. Um, in 2009, Zubritsky came across the traces of a real rarity, viola organista, the instrument designed by Leonardo da Vinci, but uh, which had almost been unknown and forgotten. Fascinated by the facts from the past in the years uh, 2009 through 2012, Zubritsky created his own version of Leonardo da Vinci design. The premier recitals of Viola Organista in October of 2013 were a spectacular artistic success that attracted record attendances, gained attention of the international media and over 2 million viewers on YouTube. His European tours in 2014 and 15 included recitals at uh, Stockholm Early Music Festival, Vratislavia Cantans, Ghent Festival of Flanders, Kotor Art Festival, Polish Music Days in Turkey, Orit Summer Festival, Milano, Classica and others. In 2015, the first solo album, Viola Organista, The Da Vinci Sound, was released thanks to support of music lovers from all over the world, from Kickstarter campaign. In 2015, Zubzitsky was also invited by Icelandic singer Björk to record together an acoustic version of her album Vulnikura. So in this conversation, Slavomir shares his insights about uh, his experience with building this instrument and learning to play it. It's completely different and unexplored area for musicians and organists uh, from all over the world will find a lot of inspiration from this conversation. Let's go to the show. So, Slavomir, thank you so much for uh, joining us in this uh, interview. I am so delighted that you agreed uh, to have this conversation. Our listeners are very eager to know all about this fantastic instrument you made, Viola Organistica. You're very generous and welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for this invitation and this is my pleasure to take part in your um, uh, interview and, and this uh, program. Great. Uh, how about uh, starting on this very interesting topic? Uh, do you know, uh, uh, I first um, uh, found out about this uh, fascinating instrument from one of my uh, subscribers, readers of my blog, and uh, he 
shared me the link uh, of, of, with one of your recordings on YouTube. You know, you were mm-hmm. playing and, and uh, I think also uh, teaching uh, about this instrument too. And uh, I was f- so fascinating, but that was only a few years ago. Uh, so can you share the story? How y- did you become aware of this fantastic viola uh, organista instrument? Well, this is a, a almost three-year story uh, since I played for first time in, in Kraków, and uh, maybe we can uh, I can uh, tell you something more later about that, that first concert, which was very very important, mm-hmm. and uh, that was uh, that very important point in this in this story because before that, uh, that was my private story. Uh, I found the information. Um, Uh, about that idea of this instrument through a Polish story. Right. My friend told me about a peculiar instrument which was built in the uh, uh, 30s of 19th century in the uh, area. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, kind of, of uh, south um, southeast uh, part of, of Poland. Uh, the instrument was called klaviolin or haunched piano. Mm-hmm. It was built by Father Jan Jarmusiewicz. Um, very interesting uh, person. He was a priest, he was a music theorist and member of musical society in Lviv and Vienna. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, unfortunately, this instrument hasn't survived. Only short description remained in, in, in some in Warsaw newspapers. And I was moved by the information that the claviolin had a unique feature by playing the keyboard like a pianist. You could make the sound of both string instruments. That was the main reason that I have built the viola organista. I just wanted to have uh, to have it and, and play such instrument. Um, when then I started uh, intensive research and soon found uh, some historical materials which were absolutely sensor- sensational for me. Uh, I realized that the instrument had been invented and named viola organista and sketched by Leonardo da Vinci himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, uh, the sketches and drawings are, are in, in Codex Atlanticus, of course, in the Biblioteca Ambrosiana in Milan. Well, uh, Leonardo's design is uh, an outline of a construction concept for a bold string instrument, which is at the same time in keyboard instrument. He never built it himself, mm-hmm. uh, so that was a very important uh, point. And then I, I uh, found that the first instrument of this type was built by Hans Haydn in Nuremberg in 1575, so something like more than 100 years later. Um, The only surviving instrument was made in 1625 in Spain. Uh, he was uh, based on, um, on this first uh, instrument by, by Hans Haydn. And this is everything what we know. Uh, the, this instrument of uh, Raimundo Truchado, made in Spain, uh, is preserved in, um, in the museum uh, in Bruxelles. Uh, Museum of Musical, uh, Musical Instrument Museum in Bruxelles, and this is the only one example which is preserved to our time. Then I found very interesting information that some other people tried to build such instrument in Europe uh, during 500 years. And the most important point was uh, what, what, what I found 
in in one um, uh, work uh, on, on that subject by um, um, Lloyd in, in, in London, uh, the first expression was very important for me. He wrote, we have to say that Viola Organista was not a success. Uh, and that was, uh, uh, you know, uh, as we, uh, as a Polish, uh, we, we like to, to uh, that kind of challenge. Right, I said, right. 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 Very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> the, this is what we like. The instrument, the instrument was designed and sketched by Leonardo himself, but the contemporaries and later uh, artists, right, said, "Oh, it's not a success, right?" But yeah. but today, you 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 found that well, you like you like to make this instrument better, right, and and make it really work. Don't you think? Yes, mm-hmm. yes, that was my intention. So uh, I had to think about what to do, what to play on that instrument, uh-huh. how to play, and how to build it. How should it sound? So that was a very, very important question because I said it's impossible that uh, very, very few people in the world uh, are aware of that instrument. Um, and uh, you know, maybe four or five people tried uh, to build such instruments during the uh, last 50 years and and so and almost n- nothing nobody is talking about that nobody plays that instrument so i said it's impossible mm-hmm. it's a too big uh, project and and very little information all over the world right. so uh, so i started because i said i have to build this, that instrument wait I a second yes. a very interesting yes. your sentence I started, you said, I started, you you started this project because you knew you have to build it, right? So it yeah. takes it takes much courage to say, I have to build it, right? Not other people, not some uh, organ builders or, yes. or keyboard instrument builders, right? But yourself. Yeah. So I'm amazed at uh, uh, where this bravery comes uh, in you. Did, were you an experienced keyboard instrument builder? At that time, yourself? Yes. So uh, the, the problem is that, uh, of course, I'm a pianist. And right. This is my uh, my main uh, job. And uh, well, I uh, was interested in, in piano building when I was a student of, of Academy of Music in Krakow because it was a, a very hard time in Poland, and and I have I had to repair. My, my piano, uh, you know, that was very hard to get many parts. Uh, that was maybe mm, expensive. So I started to um, to rebuild, to, to make a restoration of, of my uh, my piano. Then uh, in, in 90s, I was interested, I started to be interested in early music, and I found that this is a very interesting instrument, which is also not very popular, like clavichord. Mm-hmm. So I, I built myself a clavichord, so I, I bought um, um, blueprints in Nuremberg, and then I started to, to find, you know, equipment, uh, some tools, uh, and some ideas how to do it. I was learning much about, uh, you know, wood, how does it work, um, and I started to build my first instrument um, after um, blueprints. And I did it in two years. Uh-huh. Uh, I have it, all, and I I was uh, sometimes playing the clavichord, but uh, 
Well, after years in 2009, maybe eight, nine, uh, I found that I would like to do something else. Mm -hmm. That was an idea, what to do. And I was lucky that my friend, um, uh, Viola da Gamba, player and composer, who was studying in Brussels, um, so he got a lot of uh, different information. And uh, we were talking about this or that, and he told me about that that, um, um, boat piano. Mm -hmm. So that was a very important uh, moment because, you know, Playing the piano, I was always uh, looking for something, uh, something different, and I was fascinated by uh, music for viola da gamba. Um, but of course, I, I cannot play any string instrument. Um, but I was fascinated by by the, the repertoire, of course, um, by the movie uh, Tous les matins du, du monde. Oh yeah. Uh, Yes, fantastic. very, very impressive. Fantastic. About Marais, Marais, right? Marais, Marais, yes, and, and Sam Colomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Jordi Saval and his track made on, on Viola da Gamba. But that was in, in, in the 90s. Um, uh, and I was searching for something special. When I discovered that uh, instrument by Leonardo da Vinci could sound like a concert of Viola da Gamba, I said, it's really something absolutely fantastic, because as a pianist, I can learn how to play the new instrument, but I can make a sound of beautiful strings instruments. It was so much fascinating that I I took under consideration um, that project. Right. Right, fantastic. Uh, you discovered uh, those sketches and, and found that as a pianist you, you sort of uh, want something new with that, right? Uh, you love early music, you love viola da gamba sound and here, the, here you go, you, you found the sketches and you had the expertise in building clavichord f- f- previously, right? Yes. Oh, good for you. <laughs> well, um, the problem is that um, uh, the question why uh, instrument builders, organ builders, or harpsichord builders did not uh, do, uh, did not build such instrument, and um, I think that the possible uh, answer is uh, when I was talking to um, piano makers or um, or violin makers. Um, about very particular, uh, very specific things about my new instruments, they always uh, wanted to to answer my question uh, as a violin makers. But when I ask about something else, they said, "Well, we know how make um, our instruments, how make a violin, how make a cello, but uh, what what you are asking is something." far from our, our um, professional experiences. Mm-hmm. So I discovered that thinking about instrument which is in between two different families of instruments, keyboards instruments and, and strings instruments, is uh, a new way. And uh, I think that, um, that professional thinking uh, uh, was uh, maybe not the best way how to do. I think that uh, working with my imagination, working with um, different information from two sources, I had to find my own way how to build such instrument. 
everything I had to uh, put uh, into my imagination, every information from Leonardo's sketches. From first, you know, there was uh, something written by Michael Pretorius uh, uh-huh. in Syntagma Musica. Of course, it's a great, great book. And uh, all those informations about in between uh, Leonardo da Vinci and Hans Haydn, uh, Raimundo Trucciado, I had to put into one uh, imagination. How should it sound? How should it work? Uh, how um, uh, make that uh, construction? So that was my work. Um, and being, um, well, uh, not being a professional uh, maker of instruments maybe was uh, 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 very good uh, for my project. Exactly, because if you were a professional builder right you had mm-hmm. a, a, you had had a you would have had a preconceived idea of what an instrument should be right and you would be yeah. influenced by harpsichord uh, techniques or clavichord techniques or fortepiano techniques right pianoforte and organ uh, building techniques and now you only had the sketches right and you had mm-hmm. to invent the, the completely original way of building this into 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 completion right the idea was in your head and you had to Uh, go through the process in your mind and uh, make it make it work yes of course i have to say that uh, i i had to learn a lot of things mm-hmm. uh, this is not that that i took you know pieces of wood and made an instrument i was searching for different information i was uh, comparing what uh, harpsichord makers uh, uh, do with the instruments with some uh, harpsichords plans um, uh, from that epoch uh, i was considering some recordings from the time uh, how the viola da gamba sounds how lute or uh, maybe viola da braccio sounds uh, and every organ of course because uh, that was a keyboard uh, instrument so the music of 16th century was written just for the keyboard instruments we don't know which one uh, maybe maybe harpsichord maybe every organ so i i had to make a, a big work to compare Uh, everything what was possible to compare in that matter. Right, right, and and of course that's the way how Leonardo himself proceeded in 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 doing this uh, this um, invention. Right, he yes. he didn't invent it uh, out of out of the blue. Right, out of nothing. He knew mm-hmm. everything. He knew probably how viola sounded. Right, uh, how other types of uh, gambas and uh, and uh, other bow bowstring instruments sounded. Right, and worked, and he also. Knew how keyboard instrument works, right? Yeah. He definitely had many consultations with keyboard instrument builders at the time, right? But then he he put all those together ideas together, right? So just like you, you were recreating basically Leonardo's path. That would seem to me. Well, because uh, he didn't make this instrument himself, but uh, the truth is that uh, he played Viola Braccio. We know that, mm-hmm. and. Uh, When he was, uh, um, when he came to uh, Sforza family court in in Milan, I think he was uh, presented as a musician. Mm-hmm. This is not a, as a painter, uh, as a musician. So um, he absolutely knew about the music. I think that that his knowledge knowledge was very very big, and right. uh, and I think um, that he tried to make. Um, perfect instrument. 
because uh, um, because we know that he um, was following idea of, of organ to have a long um, um, sound, you know, uh-huh. and then um, to have a keyboard um, because uh, this is very easy to play polyphonic music. But he also wanted to change that sound during his time. So uh, what is uh, maybe uh, characteristic for strings instruments, make some vibrato, to make a crescendo, diminuendo. So probably he was thinking about perfect instrument. Of course, well, we we don't know uh, exactly what happened. That idea couldn't be uh, successful during those uh, 500 years. Mm, But I think that that idea was to make a perfect instrument. Mm -hmm. Right, which would combine both characteristics of of keyboard and the stringed instruments. Maybe musicians punished his idea because, Mm -hmm. you know, this is not very good to make just one man playing as a full ensemble. (laughs) Right, right. You can alone be like an orchestra player then. Even that early in the day, not like today on the organ, you can you can imitate the orchestra quite yes. successfully alone. Yes. But uh, 500 years earlier, it was a challenge. Yes, and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, if if he succeeded in building, not only inventing the sketches and the t- um, the technical drawings, but but uh, if he did that, uh, that would have been a revolution, don't you think? Yes. It might be a revolution, but the most important is that uh, it may become a music for that instrument. And uh, my very important point was, uh, I was considering what kind of music could be played of this instrument. And I found that the best time could be maybe 100, 150 years later. Uh, as, as we know, piano was invented uh, in um, uh, one century before it became a king of, of the instrument in 19th century. Right. Uh, it, it, it took a time to make a better instrument, to make a certain number of instruments. And I think that the same uh, could happen to, to viola organista that uh, invented in in between um, the 15th and 16th century uh, might have the, the gold um, time maybe in 17th century. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a beautiful music of, of 17th century written for Violas da Gamba. Uh, we have a perfect music written uh, for uh, organ uh, uh, polyphonic music of 16th, 17th century. And um, I think that maybe uh, up to 18, uh, the first half of 18th century could be the best time. Uh, as as we know, just only one piece written for viola organista uh, was uh, made by Carl uh, Philipp Emanuel Bach. Uh, that was uh, 1773, I guess. But he, a new instrument, um, which was built in Berlin by uh, Johann Holfeld in 1753. And uh, Bach said that this is really very interesting idea. Uh, and he said, he said that what a pity that uh, this is not so common. Um, that was his, his, his words. And uh, the only piece was written in 18th century. But uh, as we consider uh, music of 17th century, 16, um, 
I think that this is not a problem to take a music uh, written for uh, viola da gamba or two violas or a consort and to put on viola organista because music was not exactly dedicated to, to an instrument. Uh, as, as we know, there's a music written for keyboard instrument. Mm-hmm. So, so we can play on, on the different keyboard instruments. Uh, of course, I cannot imagine uh, Chopin to be played on, on uh, Viola Organista. Uh, some people ask me to do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I said it's, it's absolutely impossible because but, Chopin, but Chopin you, was... Yes? yes? Yes, yes, but you could play probably the, um, the famous, uh, for example, 19th century dance pieces, right? Uh, I don't know, Polonaises, right? And uh, Bajorkinski, yes. right? The famous. Uh, it would sound pretty spectacular, I would think. Yes, this is an idea, maybe, but, but uh, I think that I cannot make it with Chopin's music, which right. is uh, exactly dedicated to the piano. Right. And this is very hard to put it on, on a different instrument. Mm-hmm. But but the music of, of 17th century, uh, even even you know the music uh, written by Bach, like Kunz der Fuge, I think it's it's maybe too too rich for for um, organista. But the, the Kunz der Fuge was not uh, dedicated. This is just a music, right. and, and and this is a point. And what I found, um, music of uh, Forquerel. Uh, Antoine Forquere was a viola da gamba player. His son um, tried uh, to make the music to to uh, make a transcription of the music on cembalo, uh, which was more more popular in Paris at that time. And when I found this music written for uh, viola da gamba and then a transcription for uh, cembalo. I, I found the way because I took that music from cembalo, put on the viola organista, and more or less the result was very uh, very similar to original music of Father for Kere. You know my my point. Uh, right. uh, father uh, wrote for viola da gamba, son put it on the cembalo, and I did it that I took the cembalo and played on viola organista and the result final result was more similar to to the father's music so uh, i found this historic um, uh, transcription uh, as a very useful um, to uh, to think about repertoire right. what to play how to organize the music on the viola organista. And I have to say that when I took uh, uh, Saint Colomb pieces for two violas, there's a very big uh, many books uh, of, of those pieces, uh, I have to just reorganize um, notes on the keyboard, but I can play every note. There's nothing like, like transcriptions. I just take a, a music and play it on the keyboard. Right. Uh, so this is, I think, a very interesting point of view. And uh, what I have to say, I'm still uh, searching for the repertoire. Um, to this moment, um, I have to say that, that my, my recital in Vilnius was a 32nd, 40, 42nd recital. I, I played already three different programs. Mm-hmm. And I, I can see that... Uh, mm, uh, 
the uh, new repertoire is absolutely possible. And I think it, it may be very, very big repertoire for your Afghanistan. And by the way, how, pe- how did people react to your invention and to your music in Vilnius and in other places? How do they usually react? Well, uh, very well, very well. I have to say that that was a very nice recital. People were were um, listening very carefully, and I I felt very well. Mm, you know, uh, tradition of my recital is that after the concert, people always come on the stage, and even in some philharmonic halls. Uh, I said, uh, well, after the recital, people mm, would come on the stage. Mm-hmm. No, it, it never happened in our Philharmonic Hall. I said, we will see. <laughs> no, and uh, this is a mm, tradition, and uh, I am very glad because I can come back on stage and to talk to people and um, to show some details also about uh, about uh, the, the instrument. Mm. And, uh, and I bet, uh, Slavomir, that uh, some of your listeners would love to touch your instrument too, to, to play a few notes, right? <laughs> yes, but... Do you, you, know, do you let the, them? Well, not really, because, uh, well, uh, I, I don't know if somebody is a musician or, or not. Right. And the problem is the keyboard of Viola Organista works a little bit like a keyboard in clavichord. Ah, so yeah. it means that there is no um, this this bottom part under the key, and key uh, stops on the string. So strings comes to the bow, uh, and uh, if you press too much, um, there's nothing to stop the key. But uh, you are making too big pressure uh, on uh, the bow. Right. So it may be um, dangerous for the instrument. I, you, you know you. You don't know how people may react uh, right. if they if they cl- play clavicle is okay, but um, uh, f- well, it's very rare that, that I let people to play after the concert. It's always you know a, a lot of people, and mm, some many people are asking about the question. So it's um, uh, a kind of uh, a hard time for me. On the, well, in, in that meaning that that uh, mm, I have to. Um, I have to, uh, what to say, uh, defend the, the organist exactly. sometimes. <laughs> because, people, because people don't know how to play this gentle instrument, yes. right? They never yes, played yes. The, the clavichord probably. Not too many people are exposed to clavichords even today. And uh, yes. once they, they, they see your invention, they would think about the piano first, right? Yes. They would yes. strike the keys and want to play loud, perhaps. And that is dangerous yes. for your instrument. And you, you do uh, defend and uh, um, explain yes, that you, you have know, to be very careful. Yes, especially uh, when um, uh, because the sound comes from the instrument only when uh, bows are circulating. Mm-hmm. So when bows are stopping, uh, there is no sound. And if you uh, if you listen to the sound, you can you can uh, find that this is too hard. But if there's no sound, you, you never know how hard you press the key. Mm-hmm. And, and the point is uh, really that uh, on the piano, uh, 
we we can say that you even can sit on the keyboard and nothing happened because there's um, um, this this um, surface under the keys and with felt and and keys is uh, uh, keys are well uh, coming down and and uh, on this 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 felt but here's uh, is nothing like that right. so this is a, a difference right and uh, and what exactly moves the bow for example in in your instrument uh, uh, with do you w- can you explain our listeners how does it work too it's very interesting mhm uh, well there's a um, pedal which is connected with uh, bows um it's a kind of transmission in between uh, that when i am pressing right pedal bows are starting to circulate right uh, i invented also a second pedal uh, which is making uh, the speed much more uh, uh, which is making the speed rapidly faster or slower it's kind of, of let's say, turbo, that uh, when I am making this uh, movement with right uh, leg, uh, with left pedal, I can mm, increase the speed very rapidly. Uh, this is effect of um, string player when you play a long note, very slowly moving the uh, bow, or if you want to make a very uh, loud and very big sound, you uh, you mm, uh, make the, the from this this bow uh, um, much faster. Right. right. So you, you regu- just... regulate the speed of the bow with yes. that help of the second pedal. Yes. Uh, not only second. It's a combination of right and second because I can make uh, make it uh, with right pedal uh, some differences. But much bigger differences I I can make with left pedal. Uh-huh. This is a point. This is a point. Mm-hmm. So mm. it seems to me that playing such an instrument is uh, is even more challenging than to build it, right? Because you have to <laughs> <laughs> because you have to adapt and you have to discard all your piano experience probably at all. You have to start from from the beginning. Uh, how to come to this instrument how to touch the keys how to how to manipulate the pedals also right so how long does it take or did it take to you uh, to to really master the playing on on the viola organista well i'm still learning because uh, i'm learning new things but but that coordination is uh, really very uh, very hard from the beginning because um, you have two hands uh, which are working uh, in some tempo, some rhythms, and you have right leg, which is absolutely independent or of, of any tempo, any rhythm, and you have left, uh, uh, left leg is uh, more like for uh, making phrases, musical phrases. But also there's a combination of uh, keyboard uh, action, because uh, on the key, you also can start the um, the sound very carefully, very soft, and then uh, when I'm making pressure much bigger, sound become uh, more uh, more sharp. Uh-huh. Or uh, so so this is kind of articulation and and also a color of the of the sound, and also some part of crescendo. Mm-hmm. So it looks like. Uh, 
keys and combina combination in between keys and pedals, uh, the pressure and the speed uh, makes expression of viola organista. So I think that, that there is no um, other instrument to compare uh, such um, problems of, of making expression. People who have played the, the clavichord know that you can you can do vibrato, right? The, the German yes. uh, word for this is bebung, right? Bebung, yes, can right. you can you do vibrato on on viola organista too? Yes, 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 absolutely. Is that that, that kind of bebung? Well, as I know, some kind of there are two kinds of, of vibrato on on viola da gamba. Also, uh -huh. um, one is made with finger, and second is a little bit with uh, bow. Right. Um, so, so uh, I think that this is that kind of of uh, bebung in between uh, clavichord bebung, or or because, uh, well, it, it's something like in between bebung and and vibrato. But this is very, very expressive, and uh, especially in, in uh, uh, this middle-high uh, range, it, it sounds very, very exp expressive. Oh, very interesting. Because uh, the clavichord bebung is very suitable for longer notes, right? Uh, yes. Because the, the sound fades, fades away so quickly. But, uh -huh. uh, but uh, on viola organista, I suspect the sound can last uh, longer, right? As long as... Yes. Uh, as, as long as, as you want, mm -hmm. as you want. That's right. So, so vibrato may be uh, also combined with crescendo. Uh, so it, it works like like an any string instrument. Mm. So very versatile sound. You can make vibrato. You can make crescendo. Right. You can make any mm -hmm. kind of articulation. Probably. Can you do staccatos? Oh yes, mm -hmm. yes, uh, uh, staccatos. Um, and uh, here I had to. Uh, in this moment, I have to say about uh, the idea of Leonardo da Vinci, because as we combine viola organista to hardigardi, which was known, of course, before, uh, we have to um, find that the most important point of Leonardo's invention is that possibility to stop the sound. Uh, because uh, when you play a uh, hardigardi, you have sound all the time. Strings are lying on the on the wheel, right. and there is no way to to stop it. Uh, you can change, uh, you can play melody, but but all the time you have to sound. But here there is very nice um, nice uh, equipment that you can stop every string. Uh, and the most important is that um, well, can you imagine that when you um, the change a position of the string? So it's higher and lower. It makes different uh, pitch, right? right? Is it like the when you change uh, position of the strings? Here, all strings are higher and uh, then lower. And when strings are lower, they, they can touch the bow, right? Right. And Leonardo's uh, invention is that after you change the position of the strings the pitch is exactly on the same level. This is very important because every string, after it is released, it's finished, it sounds for a few, few moments, a second or two seconds, five seconds, especially lower basses strings. Right. And if we get um, false um, tuning, 
it it was uh, it it could be really very unpleasant to play such an instrument. So when uh, strings is vibrating on the wheel, and then when strings come up, it's still on the same level. But uh, of course, you can uh, stop that 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 string. Um, do you understand my point? Yes, Because yes, of course. <laughs> uh, very interesting, uh, uh, Swawomir. Can you tell us how many strings total is in your instrument? Well, this is my um, uh, decision, which I I had to make. So my instrument is a little bit larger than I think Leonardo's was, because uh, as you compare uh, chambers of of uh, 16th century and chambers of um, 17 or 18, there's a difference in between uh, scale. Right. I decided to make. Uh, scale of of uh, beginning of of 18th century this is 61 notes because uh, well uh, in the beginning I didn't decide to play just only music of 16th century uh, I dis I decided to play music of 17 or even 18th century of so. Uh, Uh, so I th I thought that that this, that decision might be uh, useful. Um, so this is 61 uh, strings. It means uh, full five octaves. Uh -huh. And how many bows? Uh, four. Four. Right. Four. For, four each, uh, for each. For um, um, Register, I think. Year, right. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So fantastic! Uh, I bet. Um, The music of 17th century and the 18th century sounds splendid on such an instrument, right? What about uh, romantic sounds? Can you can you uh, arrange some some let's say string music, string or piano, not necessarily piano, but let, let's say string music uh, from the 19th century uh, on your instrument too? Hmm. Well, hmm. This is a hard question because. Uh, until now, uh, I, I didn't uh, make, uh, I didn't play any any 19th century music. Maybe I can find some pieces, mm -hmm. but generally, expression of viola organista uh, doesn't fit very well in 19th century. This is my opinion in this moment, because you know I can find maybe some some special uh, music. Mm. Uh, but I'm not not convinced about uh, 19th century. More uh, 20th or 21st century music. Aha! Uh -huh. Because usually 21st century or 20th century, the modern uh, type of writing usually opposes the 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 yeah. romantic style, right? And yes, you can that's invent right. various techniques. So I suspect that uh, modern and present-day composers might be interested in writing their compositions for your instrument as well. Am I right? Yeah. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And people are interested. Um, I did one uh, experiment, artistic experiment, uh, because I was asked by by Björk to perform, to play, uh, to record for her uh, last um, CD, Vulnikura, and uh, I did it. I made the music of a contemporary composer, which is uh, also... Uh, well, in so I don't know is it a pop or maybe not, but but um, this is very far from my repertoire. But I said that this is very interesting. Uh, it sounds uh, on the organista uh, very well. 
Mm, so uh, I did this this first uh, big experiment, mm -hmm. mm, but I think that um, composers uh, are interested. Uh, uh, well, um, this is uh, these are three years of my uh, of my activity. First, I wanted to show the instrument itself mm -hmm. on recitals. I think that that in uh, next years I would like to to search for a possibility to cooperate with other instruments and maybe with uh, contemporary music. Mm -hmm. uh, very slowly, but but I think this is this is a proper uh, way. Mm. So uh, everything is um, before me, right? And you could even recreate the the fantastic march for the ceremony of the Turks, right? Uh, <laughs> from that movie, remember the all the yes. the mornings of the world that you saw about the Saint Colomb and uh, Marin Marais, and that was fantastic march, right? But played yes, by yes. by all the gambas and violas of that orchestra. And Jordi Saval, of course, was genius. And, uh, uh -huh. you know, um, it seems to me that present-day composers, sometimes, of course, they sound, uh, the search for new possibilities of sound, making uh, uh, electronic music, right? Synthesizers, mm -hmm. computer mm -hmm. music, digital invent inventions, uh, sometimes nature sounds, right? But uh, mm -hmm. they can also go back in time uh, 500 years ago when Leonardo lived uh, through your instrument and rediscover the sounds that you can make and completely modern in, uh, way of of writing, right? But completely, yes. um, completely unexplored area, I think, is for the new composers uh, with, with uh, viola organista. Yes, this is what I am uh, very much interested in, uh, because uh, uh, I always uh, was looking for new possibilities. Uh, this is why I performed new music, uh, 20, 21 uh, century music on, on the piano for many years. Um, so um, I think that this is uh, the, the, the big uh, uh, challenge and, and pleasure to, to find new world. So this is why I, I built uh, Viola Organista, and this is why I'm always searching for for um, fascinating, uh, fascinating um, things, uh, artistic uh, things. Mm, so I think it's it's a very big possibility to um, to uh, not to find uh, to find new repertoire. Uh, new music for Viola Organista. Yeah, but not only to find, but also to invent, right? You are to like invent, Leonardo yeah. himself, you inventing entire world, entire art form, probably yes. in the 21st right. century, uh, inventing an area which which uh, uh, which has many many possibilities. I f I feel for centuries to come. By the way, and. Uh, Builders for, of other instruments can be interested in in imitating your instrument. Have, have you received any proposals to collaborate uh, in and build more violas organistas? Yes, yes. Uh, from the beginning, uh, it means uh, from my first result, recital in, in Krakow, Mm, here I have to say that uh, the most important uh, part of uh, this project uh, was that um, starting as a private project after my first recitals thanks to Agence France Press agency uh, 
who they they announced the information about that concept about that instrument all over the world and um, i got really uh, very very um, uh, interesting propositions from from states australia's from uh, because information came really to every continent uh, so uh, this is why this project became more uh, you know not not as a my private project but uh, it became more public uh, so um, interest was very big all over the world and i got many propositions of um, performing but also i got propositions to um, build such instruments uh -huh. and uh, i think that um, there are many many uh, builders who would like to to build such instrument um, i need maybe a few more years uh, to check out uh, you know my instruments i am searching for some little correction also during that time and i did some uh, new correction uh, searching for uh, other possibility of of expression musical expression and i think that i found a very nice uh, things in the sound of the villa organista mm -hmm. and uh, i have to check out uh, many part of, of uh, this construction uh, to, to make it, you know, uh, when you want to, to produce uh, the instrument, um, it should be working for years. So uh, uh, this is a problem of every production uh, as we compare how many people were working uh, to, um, to produce a modern piano. So those are generation to, to make an instrument which can be sell uh, can be sold. Mm, so I think that uh, I need few more years to check out uh, how it doesn't work. What I have to say, um, the, this construction, I think that I, I was lucky to make it uh, very well. There's no problem with um, tuning. There's no problem with transportation. Uh, the viola organista uh, is uh, ready to play after 2,000 kilometers. I made with this instrument 60,000 kilometers during uh, last three years by car. Right. And uh, this is this is a point that the construction is is well done. Uh, in that meaning, this this is stable, mm -hmm. stable. And and uh, maybe uh, I can find something else, but but uh, I need few more years to to make a decision of of uh, uh, production. And Swalomir, uh, how big is this instrument? How how many centimeters or, or uh, feet? Does it it's exactly two meters long. Two meters long. Two, two meters long. One meter. Uh, uh, oh well. White. Uh, White. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it looks like like cembalo, not the biggest one, because cembalo sometimes has even two meters thirty or forty. Even um, it's a little bit, a little bit um, uh, shorter, um, but it is two, two meters. Uh -huh, I see. And uh, since our audience, of course, is uh, organists all over the world from eighty nine countries, and they are very very uh, sometimes eager. Uh, to know about the, the historical instruments and early mm, keyboard instruments too, is it is it possible, for example, to even think about the idea of adding a pedal board to play with your feet? It, uh, um, would it be even technically possible, feasible? Uh, 
so we we have to follow that that uh, pedal piano idea. Right. I think so. We need uh, two um, bodies of of uh, up, uh, upper and and lower. And I think it's it's possible because um, we can make uh, for uh, foot pedal um, uh, that that well uh, we can solve that problem. What I was saying about that there's nothing under the key. And this is possible to to make sound. Maybe this is not uh, so different that sound. Uh, uh, maybe, but but for basses, uh, I think that uh, we don't need uh, so much flexibility because bass is always bass. Right. Uh, right. So even when I think about vibrato, I almost n never do it in in basses. Uh -huh. uh, like. Uh, uh, higher basses, yes, but but not in this this uh, deep basses uh -huh. because it uh, doesn't make a, a sense. So I think that this is possible to make a, a pedal, uh, but the problem is how to move uh, move the strings. Right, right. With the uh, no no uh -huh. no. So oh, you need third uh, foot, right? <laughs> <laughs> you need four foot. Exactly. Of course. We can use engine. Is it also a possibility? Ah, uh, that's the tricky part. How to move the yeah. bow? So <laughs> one million, one million dollar question, or one million <laughs> um, euro question, or one yeah. million million uh, zloty, right? <laughs> question. <laughs> fantastic. And uh, uh, since we're at this uh, fantastic history. Uh, can you go back in time in your mind, uh, Slavomir, uh, three years or more years ago when you were first building this instrument, right, with this idea? Mm -hmm. do, do you have uh, one thing that uh, you wish you knew when you first started this project, with, which you know now and uh, which might have helped you in the beginning, in the first place? Mm. Well, I think that that uh, there's a question: what uh, I can do when I when I decide to uh, to build another instrument. Right, right, right. right. Uh, I think that there are few uh, questions, and there's few moments they, they, that I I would like to make it on different way, but these are not very very big uh, problems. Maybe sometimes some part of resonance body uh, I would make a little bit bigger in, in some parts. Uh, maybe some, you know, um, uh, some improvement in some mechanical um, problems uh, to, to make uh, it more, uh, more easier to, to play. But uh, I think that generally, generally in that first instrument, I was right. This, this is a point. And very few little things I would like to change maybe in the future uh, instruments. Fantastic. Your even first project was, was so well produced that uh, you, you, you could continue the same direction, right? Only expand yes. a, a little bit further uh, what's into what's possible, right? To explore mm -hmm. the newer horizons. Fantastic work and fantastic wisdom from you, Slavomir, today. I thank you so much for, for your time and generosity of sharing your art with thousands of people around the world. 
and I hope uh, this uh, idea of, of playing uh, and love of, of uh, viola organistica of viola organista will spread around the world too and will become a movement right oh. and, okay uh, and, uh, I just, I just uh, wish you that in the future also. So uh, keep at it. Be very brave. You, first of all, you were very brave uh, at building, uh, at even considering building this instrument uh, uh, a few years ago, right? But yeah. building on this expertise that you have now, uh, now today, you can be much even braver, right? And explore even. <laughs> uh, wider horizon so thank you so much for your generosity today and before we end this conversation of course our um, uh, listeners are dying to uh, go to your website and find out more about you and Viola Organista where they can oh, find uh, yes online. yes www.violaorganista.com fantastic I'll make sure I'll put this uh, link into the description of this conversation as well so that people will find that online too. Thank you. Thank you for this uh, conversation and uh, for this invitation. Uh, I'm very glad to, to speak about Viola uh, Organista with you, Vidas. Thank you, Slavomir. Keep spreading the love for your instrument. Thank you. Thank you very much. If you liked this conversation, I encourage you to visit my blog Secrets of Organ Playing at organduo.lt where you will find lots of insights, practical advice and training for every area of organ playing. You can subscribe to this blog for free to get your daily dose of inspiration and to be the first to know when any of my future podcasts roll out. I hope to help you reach your dreams in organ playing. I'm Vidas Pinkavichus, thanks for listening, and I'll catch you online really soon.